Okay, the special's been out for two weeks, guys. Have you watched it? Come on, I'm, come on. We're, it's doing so great. Why have you not watched it yet? You hate me? You hate me? This week on the podcast, one of my dear friends in comedy who I really made friends with over the internet, Robin Tran, absolutely blew up on the internet during the pandemic, just did David Letterman's show on Netflix. I mean, phenomenal comedian, one of my favorites just to even watch, and I love having her on the pod. We talk about, it's kind of a comedy episode. We talk about doing comedy in queer spaces, and Allie Colbert is co-hosting. It's a great conversation. I, uh, I hope you like it as much as I did. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. I find talking about sex itself, I get kind of bashful. No. There's also this like, you know, the trans thing on top of it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just think I'm always apologizing for existence. Mm. Even even when I get horny, I feel like a little guilty. Wow. Like it's like, oh, I, I shouldn't be getting horny. Are you talking about that in therapy? Yeah. Do you want to work through that? Oh, um, I guess I should. But no, I, I You stopped. deserve to feel yeah, horny. Yeah, you don't have to feel shame Oh, I that. do feel horny. No, no, but the and shame then, and, then, and then I jack <laughs> off to how ashamed I feel. It- <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I gotta come up with a fucking story. You have to come up with a story? Every week. Every damn week. Haven't you left that part of the podcast? Like, just like, falling off with that part? No. I'm still doing stories. Does it not feel that way? Never. You and I got a story. I've never, I've been on this podcast like five times and never heard one sex story. Are we? Are we? Literally. Are we recording? Okay, good, good, good. I have stories, Allie. I've not heard a story. Like, every time you're like, Listener, do you have a story? And I'm like, I can't tell Listener. you about sex with my wife again. <laughs> Listener, write in. Have you heard a gay sex from, story from me recently? I think so. I had a dry humping story recently. Really? I, think. I can't I can't remember. But it is hard. It is hard And are they meant week. to be funny stories? No, I just, I literally just hope that the talent in the room will take my garbage sex life story okay and hey, uplift it you know i dry humping to me is the height of sex i agree I with you love we've humping. talked you were on the podcast so we're not in the apartment we're in the studio we're having gay sex <laughs> we're having gay sex with robin tran repeat guest great yes. comedian thank you so much for having me jfl back. right jfl yes wow congrats netflix thank you. something or other yeah I, I was on the uh that's my time with david letterman on netflix that wow. is awesome. I'm on episode five. What an incredible experience. How did that come about? How does that come about? You know, I don't, I mean, I don't know how it happened. You know, I just got a phone call one day and it was like, uh, I, I kind of feel like I stumble on to success by accident. I keep failing up, you know, because I just, <laughs> I just kind of do like comedy and then like, you know, I'll have like managers or agents reach out to me and I won't know if they're a big deal or not. I'll just like, yeah, sure. Because I just kind of like to be at home playing video games and stuff. And then one day I just got a phone call and it was like, um, like it was like Letterman saw like, like a thousand, com- he handpicked six comedians and you're one of them and you're going to be doing this thing. And it was like, I had barely left my house, you know, honor like, of all honors. Yeah. yeah seriously. Yeah, yeah. I, I, someone blow my brains out. I'm the opposite of you. I try extremely hard and, and, and keep succeed downward. That's not you true. Fail up, I, I succeed keep failing down. Up. No, this I, is your thing that like know, you're grasping. No, yeah. no, I feel like, uh, I feel like I keep, <laughs> Wait, this is yours. It is. <laughs> yeah. I keep playing uh, like hard to get by accident in the industry. I feel like that's kind of, kind of how it happened, but it didn't really hit me how big of a deal it was. Yeah, until- take your jacket off. I can be the only one with, <laughs> yeah. a, with a blue corduroy jacket on. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, it's it's so um I didn't really uh process that it was a real thing until cuz you know you have to get like a covid test that day 
and, you know, and, and everything. And so in my brain, I'm like, there's a anything in Hollywood. I'm going to fail the COVID, even though I've never had COVID. I'm going to fail it. Or you'll record it and they'll pull it out. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like they'll cancel it on the day of or I'll get into a car accident or something. I don't think think this is going to actually happen. Or I got to check the stove because my mother will die. Yeah. 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 And so it was like on the day when I uh, got the COVID test and it came back negative. And now it's like 2 p.m. and we're going to tape in like four hours. Then I'm like, oh, I'm about to yeah. uh, be on That's My Time with David Letterman. And, and I think that's so much cooler than late yeah. night, by the way. No yeah. offense to late night. Sorry, I know you've done every <laughs> late night program in America, Allie. <laughs> it's not cooler. <laughs> but sitting down and being interviewed. No, is are like, you kidding me? It's like it's like go- being out with the ghost of Johnny Carson and he invites you over to the couch. It's yeah. The yeah, 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 that, yeah. That was, yeah, that was the, the idea is you do it. I did a tight five and then I went to the couch and I was interviewed by Letterman. And, um, it, you know, so they tape, uh, they tape two, uh, uh, they have two tapings, and then they splice together the best parts of both into one episode. Wow, wow. And I'm really glad they did that. Two because, interviews, too? Yeah, two interviews, too. Wow. And, and both interviews are, are different. Um, but you know they kind of splice together the best parts. Of I need interviews. someone to do that with my life. Yeah, <laughs> just like I make both choices, and everyone's like, "We're gonna go with B." Yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> that's so funny. That's great. Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm Ashley Gavin, cis gay white woman. She her pronouns. And then usually I have a co-host that keeps me from getting canceled, but you really push me into the cancellation zone. You think? I think I know. That's sh- Oh, <laughs> you've gotten feedback? No, I've never gotten feedback. Uh, but people like, are get always, her off the show. <laughs> no, but everyone's like, they love the chaotic energy between the oh, people yeah. love us together. And people I, I are addicted to us together. And wobble, and wobble. I've really screwed screwed up. We should do something and I never and I never yeah, do it. Sorry, I'm not Mac Injimi. <laughs> sorry, I don't have like five million YouTube subscribers. You're like, I'll do it. I'm like, I live down the block from you. You're like, I'd rather start a podcast with someone that lives in Canada. That makes a lot more sense. Jesus Christ. Uh, so maybe our last podcast together ever. No, never. I'm Allie Colbert. <laughs> yeah, introduce yourself to the world. Allie Colbert. She, her. Comedian. Cool. Stand up. Yeah. Smoothie drinker at the moment. And I said you have two sets on Fallon and one on Louis Singh. Did I get that right? Who cares? I have a podcast called <laughs> The Allie Colbert Show. <laughs> Subscribe to that podcast or listen yes. to it. Listen to it. That's I'm it. on it. You're going to be on it again. You're going to be on it tomorrow. You're, we're spending a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. Um, One would say too much time. I think immediately too much time. You're <laughs> you too do? comfortable running outside and getting a smoothie in the you middle think of the podcast. I was stressed out no. that it was. I know. I know. This is so weird because usually, usually I'm I know you're the secure. insecure one. I have like, in, yeah. Now you're right. I'm having like anxious attachment with you. Yeah, and <laughs> it's right. weird because I'm super tired right now. And when I get tired, I get super insecure, like very anxious. Anxious about the anxiety. Oh, Do you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually God. ordered a pizza. It's on the way. <laughs> like, it's like we're actually going to eat on the air, but it's okay. I like being in this uh, studio. Well, I love it. Well, Robin, will you introduce yourself for, to everybody? Yeah, uh, my name is Robin Tran, a transgender woman, and my pronouns are fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know what else uh, you want me to say about myself. That's fine. Yeah. If we don't talk about gay sex, I think people are going to get upset. Oh, it's okay. I, have so- I oh. feel like this is gay sex. It is, is kind of gay. about stand-up for yeah. me is gay sex. I, I mean, <laughs> I we can go into sex because I am so horny. What? <laughs> <laughs> I am, I've am. i watching, been watching Daisy Jones and the Six. What's that? Oh, my God. Are you serious, Ashley? I'm sorry. Okay, there's this show on Amazon Prime called Daisy Jones and the Six. Okay. <laughs> and it's based on a book, and it's going like... Bazooka viral right now. The show. Jesus, okay. Why is this like? It's very wobbly. I hope this isn't fucking with my sound. Anyway, there's three women on the show. Each of them, I would just bang the shit out of. Are they gay or are they? No, no one's gay except me. Watching them, <laughs> they're the hottest. You're like, I'm sure of it. I'm gay. It's like if I'm you... watching these three women, and I know that I am. I'm gay. so gay for these women. Like you have, it's like what are their jobs? Amazing. They're in a band, and okay. you watch them all sing, and they're so fucking hot. And I wish I could throw up. I should next time I want to prepare assets. Yeah, and send them. to We the can pro- tell Alex to producer, and I need to show you the pictures of Camilla Mar- Marone or Monroe. I don't know her name is supermodel. She's on the show. Suki Waterhouse and Riley Keough. The three of them. It's like literally, it's like the Neapolitan ice cream. It's I don't like know every flavor. Neapolitan is delicious. Ice cream. I want all three in a tub. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just scrape the corners out. Like I just, it's so good. Um, anyway. You want us to talk about a sex story? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've just been on my mind. Like I've just been feeling so drawn to these. Are moments. you like you're like horny in a way where you just can't like can't get rid of it? Yeah, I'm just having trouble getting rid of it. Are you having sex with your fiance? Yeah, I'm having about se- the. I'm having sex. Are you bringing in the Daisy and the Six or whatever into the? Is it driving into your? I always bring inspiration to my work. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, actually, she actually like buys instruments. Like Ro- she actually Robin got watches her in- the news and comes up with six or seven <laughs> jokes, <laughs> and then you watch Daisy and the Six. I come and up you with come six up or seven positions. Positions, yes, exactly. Yeah. I I just feel like when people are like, you can't look at something and get horny and then like project that onto your partner. It's like, well, I'm a human. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you mean ethically, you can't project. People, people say that they're like, you I don't shouldn't. think you're projecting. I think you're transferring the horny. Yeah, like transferring the horny, horny is yeah. like legal. It's moral. It's ethical. It's human. I believe that to be true. Yeah, horny transfer is ethical. Yeah, I, I think hope so. I even think. <laughs> I hope so. Who do you horny transfer? What? Who do you, Are you horny in a relationship? transfer? Yeah, I, I've been with my fiance for a, a decade now. I, I we got engaged at the end of 2021. Oh my god! Congrats. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the. Uh, well, are you guys planning a wedding? Yeah, we're kind of planning one. I mean, like last year, we was kind of just I was busy like touring and stuff. But yeah, we're we're kind of she, you know, they're kind of planning it. Uh, I think, like, we jokingly said we wanted to... I jokingly said I wanted to have a 9-11-themed wedding. I love and, that. And it was, like, a joke <laughs> that kind of gets taken a... Like, it's like, oh, wait, we're really planning this. Wait, what does that mean? I, I'm not sure. It's a lot like, of pyrotechnics. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know, like, a cake shaped like a towel. You know, just, like, whatever. I don't know, but I, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> Such a comedian. But, you know, when you were saying how you're, like, you're so horny right now and everything, I remember, like, Patrice O'Neill was once talking about... How he's like, he's like, yeah, you ever, you know how sometimes you get so horny that like, man, I jerked off and I still couldn't get rid of the evil. Like, I remember <laughs> I, that's how I describing feel. it. Like, that's it's how like, I feel. It's like I an know, emergency. I know. I've, I know. Are you ovulating? Is it the spring? I think I, it's like I usually get this way this time of the month. I, oh, this time of the month. Yeah. Yeah, you're ovulating. I guess. Is that what that is? I It'll pass. Know. I know. You know, when I'm when I'm manic, I'm I'm so horny. <laughs> and it's not, you know, it's rarely about, it's rarely like for other people or or whatever like <laughs> i'll tell you like so after i filmed the letterman thing yeah. right i went home and it was like i was so manic and it was like everyone was sleeping just horny from life and i just i started i just started jerking off because of the accomplishment that i i just started <laughs> like i started, i literally give a masturbated about life i was like oh this is i was like oh you did it you did it like, <laughs> I, like, hilarious. I don't know how to track my horny spurts i don't think they really correlate to anything but i do love this time of year spring makes me horny i'm horny for spring spring's horny oh, that's nice see picnics walking around outside holding hands the yeah. birds the yeah. holding smell hands of flowers. I mean, that, is, that is the horniest this is the gayest thing i've ever said on this podcast that's yeah this is I, the gayest thing is, you think spring is the horniest season one hundred percent. What's hornier than spring? Fall, maybe. No spring. No summer. She's gonna just say all Summer's- four seasons because she's so horny right now. <laughs> I would say the four horny seasons are spring, summer. Summer, you okay. get more. You do get more skin during the summer. You get a lot of skin during so the summer. Skin is inherently horny. I don't know. I feel like I like covered up. I, you know, like dry hump. I like it when the clothes are on. Why? Yes, you you said Why? this on the last episode that you I were guess, on. I guess I don't know. I the anticipation. I love anticipation. I do love clothes staying on. My girlfriend is a naked immediately person. Oh, <laughs> oh really? and and I so sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's so our what, one she major. Strips down it's our right one, away. Right away. Can't I'll, keep the clothes on. I like to make a girl go to the other side of the room and undress slowly. Are you serious? Yeah, I go go over there. That is take very your clothes off slowly. <laughs> that's very hot. Yeah, you're horny. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking horny. Apparently, there's a term for my sexuality. It's on the ace spectrum. And it's called egosexual. And I don't really like to tell people because it's so clinical or whatever. But I basically. It's also super gay. I'm a very horny asexual. You're a horny asexual? Egosexual? So you can get. Apparently, this exists. It's like I find sex itself to be pretty repulsive. But I like masturbating. I like porn and like. And, and you making know, out, you and mentioned I like that you like out. making yeah, out. And I, those are it's weird that I have a catalog things. of everyone's yeah. kinks. <laughs> Wait, but, I'm fascinated by this. So, and then how does your partner play into that? Does your partner uh, also identify as asexual? Yeah, I don't want to talk about them too much, but yes, okay. uh, yes, okay. abs- absolutely. But um, but yeah, so like it, it's funny because we're talking about foreplay and stuff, right? Like I feel like the it's not just with sex, but like the thing that happens before the thing is better than the thing. Like the premise is better than the punchline. The lead up is better than you know. You what like, I mean? like the, the anticipation. I, I think the anticipation is everything. So like every now and then, someone will go like, I like watching like 
porn, like lesbian porn has a lot of foreplay. Like sometimes it takes like 25 minutes for anything to happen. Yeah. And I would say this during my stand-up is like I like to trick my brain into thinking I'm not watching porn. So that when they start fucking, I'm like, oh my, what do we have here? This is my yeah, lucky yeah, day, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But so, so I was <laughs> like, I'll, you're a little kid in the middle yeah. of the night. You stumbled upon to the naked yeah, channel. Yeah, and then like I'll read the comments, and then it'll always be some guy going like, fast forward to 25 minutes for the good stuff. I'm like, so you're fast forwarding the only good part of this. So I masturbate to like the lead up, yeah. and then yeah. once they start making out, I come, and then when they start having sex, I'm like, oh, turn this. This is disgusting. Well, you also wow. just came. So yeah, you're I also just that. came, but I can't really. <laughs> I can't really have feeling. Right. The, the sex part is like, oh, what are you guys doing to each other? You know. I don't know. That's just the way. Yeah, for sure. I think it's different for everyone. I'm also a germaphobe. That's why I like dry humping so much. It's like I I love having a kindred dry humping spirit. Thank on you. The, Thank dry you. hump with clothes. Yes. Dry hump with clothes. I mean, isn't I think how any you, kind of yeah. dry humping is fine. I guess yeah. it's wet humping if the clothes are off. Is it though? No, you could still hump. Yeah, absolutely. You can still hump. Oh yeah, the oh, humping dry humping. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dry humping. Yeah. The dry humping, humping means clothes, or dry humping I means I'm so. dry. No, I, I think no. Like, I feel like dry humping for me is like clothes are just on, and it's like there's no. At what point does it go from dry humping to tribbing? I don't. What is? By the way, I I know the word. I've seen tribbing as a word. I don't know what it means. Yeah, I've, I've seen teach the me word. What tribbing it's is any again. kind of like I would. I would. I was so close to just calling you daddy, but I didn't. <laughs> as a joke. As a joke. I miss what you said. Yeah, though, as then. a joke. When I said, teach me what tripping is again. Oh, oh, that would have been funny. Yeah. I would have been okay You just looked that. so uncomfortable. No, no, no. I, I, I shouldn't have said I'm so horny and then, like, called you dad. <laughs> it was more that. I know. I'm it not. It's more. not. Please. You're we horny, know that's not happening. You're horny and Ashley's insecure because she hasn't slept a lot. I'm horny and you're like, think I'm, like, coming on to you now? No, I'm not. No, no, no. I didn't think that at all. Okay, great. But she was. Now I'm like, am I coming on to you? We're too similar and you're so small. I almost think of you as, like, the angel and devil that's on either side of my I'm shoulder. Both. I'm both. <laughs> just standing on my shoulder. Also, I just feel like we, it just like, no, it's just. No, it would be very weird. No, it's, it's super not weird. right. We're, yeah, there are we're certain, brothers. I don't exactly. Like, exactly. Like, we have to shake They're on it. Shaking like, hands. Yeah, like obviously. Like, we, don't you want girly, 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 girly? Yes, yes, girly, yes, 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 girly. yes. Do you have a type at all? or? I, I mean, you know, I thought I didn't have one, but it turns out I'm really into like white. Women with nose rings and like they're into like astrology and stuff. Yeah, yeah, Witch, witchy, yeah. witchy types. Yeah, witchy maybe types. edgy witchy okay. types. I think so. Yeah, Witch I mean, talk. I don't know. I, it's they're all. I mean, it it's sucks. Like a girl like, named Chloe that'll cast a spell on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've all been white, so I think I'm kind of a. Are you okay? You seem upset. Yeah, it's a really uh, you know it's a it's a thing to just kind of realize about yourself is right. why am I into all these white people? <laughs> yeah. I make fun of white people all the time on my stand-up, but I'm, oh, I've am i only dated mostly white people. So uh, Yeah, I, I mean, here, the only thing that I have found to be an issue with dating white people is just like, I they none of them can dance. Oh, yeah, And it's yeah. like, and it, I, I know that I'm like, I don't dance, but like, I can get away with it because I'm like, I just feel like, again, like I'm the boy, I'm the top, I don't have to dance, but these girls, I'm like, can you guys move your hips a little better? Yeah. Please, <laughs> like, I'm not dancing in fluidly. public. So what's I, going I, on? I I'm like a big. I, I don't even care about public. Like, can you just move your ass to a song in our kitchen? Nicely? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my issue with <laughs> that the, is that can be hard to find. Yeah, my, yeah. My issue with the white people is uh, the racism. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't know. The, the dancing thing might be a close second. <laughs> Also the racism. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding, guys. I said my issue, not my turn on. <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, now you know my fetish. Right. Um, Do not cut that. Uh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to cut it. I like the idea that you don't have sex. You just have someone be racist towards yeah, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The clothes uh, never come off. It's I'm, really. I'm, ooh, I'm panning myself. Is, right now. is this uh, is this like just someone filmed a Karen like whipped out their camera and started <laughs> filming? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I should. I guess I should tell kind of a story. Mm-hmm. My comedy special, my hour-long comedy special, is out. It's on my YouTube. Just go over there. Watch it. Watching it completely really, really helps. And share with a friend if you like it. Leave a comment. Go watch my special. Get some friends over. Turn it on every phone. Turn it on every computer. Break into your straight neighbor's house. Ruin their algorithm by watching the special. It's nine years of my of my work culminated to this point 
If you love this podcast, this honestly, the special is way funnier. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say that. It's just way funnier. It would mean a lot to me if you watched it. It's free. It's on YouTube. But thanks, guys. Thank you for your support. It was made possible by our Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. But mostly, my fucking special is on YouTube. Go watch it, you piece of shit. I uh, teased this one on TikTok, but my big story is kind of a life accomplishment. I'm going to do Nick Vial's podcast after this. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, for the Bachelor finale recap. What? Oh, my God. Nick yeah. Vial. Vial. Or is it Vial? I don't know. We got to find out immediately. Okay, that's pretty big. That's big. That's Are amazing. you recording at Dear Media? I, is he I, a Dear Media guy? I, I don't know. It's in, it's in Sherman Oaks. Wow. I, uh... I watched him on Andy's season, and I watched his heart get broken. The guy I've watched a lot of of Nick Vile. I don't know how to pronounce it, so we should send him this. We what should. We're to- yeah. super <laughs> respectful. I'm like gonna be the biggest Nick uh, guy. Is uh, <laughs> yeah, huge Nick fan. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to do it. Congratulations! Congratulations! I feel as how a- is this a sex story? I'm gonna tell you in a second. Oh, sorry. I'm having sex with Nick. Nick. Yeah, that's why I'm like. I'm like. <laughs> now, so the reason I'm bringing it up is, uh, first of all, to be a gay, head, heading to become adjacent to the uh, the Bachelor right. cinematic universe. Yeah, gay honor. I mean, I'm basically straight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're the first gay bachelorette. That's for sure. <laughs> I would, I would love that. I would dump my girlfriend in a heartbeat. To no, do you that. wouldn't. No, you'd like plant her as one of the people and keep giving her a rose. <laughs> That's like more Just your end of this. Do you like the Bachelor at all? I love it. I've never seen it, unfortunately. Oh, it's so good. I yeah. love it. I love that there are no gay people on it. I think keep Hell it as yeah. homophobic as possible. <laughs> do you prefer the Bachelor or the Bachelorette? I prefer whoever is most emotionally unstable. Do not give me a poised, graceful, thoughtful bachelor or bachelorette. Right. Give me someone having a meltdown. Yes. Yeah, I agree. As a that. lesbian, I think you I think the right answer is, is bachelor. You, is the bachelor because you get to look at all the ladies. Yes. Super sapphic season, by the way, oh, this I, past season. Really? I yes. Mean, why? Did they hook up with each other? Lots of cuddling. I saw one screenshot of a girl with uh, um, two long nails, two short nails. <laughs> very bisexual That's, energy. Wow, okay. <laughs> lots of hand-holding, lots of cuddling. Very physical between Wait, the girls. I would like to go on The Bachelor just to like... Oh, you'd be perfect for that. Just to fuck the other contestants. See, I would... <laughs> I would turn them all all season right. long. I, want, I was like, I wonder if I could get in there... And fake straight, but I can't. I'm just not. You could do it. Yeah, I could definitely do it. I could do a straight voice. I do it sometimes. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to go there. <laughs> like, that's going to be so fun. We should go on The Bachelor. And I think the secret is that <laughs> when you're on a date with The Bachelor, you just repeat back exactly what they've said. Yeah. So I, it's like a back and forth of. I could pretend I'm straight right now. Coke, talk as if you're The Bachelor. I, I love my family. I've My parents are such a great role model for what Aww. I want. Yeah, I love them so much. Do you so want to have much. babies one day? I do. I, I want to have kids, and I want them <laughs> to look. Me too. That's so amazing. That's I want to so... have, like, four babies. I love you. I Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Isn't it feel straight? Yeah, it's very straight. Yeah, It feels very straight. Yeah. People are going to barf to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, I, I'm like, lo- I'm looking at it across the room. If you're listening. If you're listening, that's my straight voice. <laughs> um, it was perfect. So what I'm bringing up is that a former bachelorette slid into my DMs. No. Oh my God. To what? Get fucked? I think so. So I brought it on stage and I'm going to read it to you guys right now and you're oh going to tell gosh. me whether or not this. Oh my God. So this is my gay sex from this week. Oh my God. This former bachelorette <laughs> wants to get fingered by Ashley. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know Fran God. Drescher was doing the. Oh having- my God. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Let's go. Come on, puppy. exactly. Oh, I know who that is. Well, let's they not They slid say. into mine, too. No, they fucking didn't. Yeah, they do. They're, they're, they're sliding everywhere. Trust me. I know why, too. I'll tell you after the show. No, I need to know now. I we can't keep say it on the show because it reveals it. It'll reveal the identity. Does it have to do with her current vocation? Yeah, of course. But did she send you something flirty? <clears throat> Here's what she no, sent me. No, I don't think so, but... But um, she came out as queer on my podcast. She did your podcast? Yeah. We've hung out. She came out as queer on my podcast. 
She said, I've hooked up with women before. This is so fucking annoying, Allie. Why? <laughs> I thought I had something cool to say. Just and here it. you're waltzing in, no, one-upping me. I literally posted the clip where she, and she was saying how she asked ABC when she was The Bachelorette if she could have a trans man on the show. And they, <gasps> I think, they either said yes, but it didn't make it to the cut. I don't know how believable that is. Or they... Said Meaning me. there was a trans man on the show, but he there, never came there, out? There was something, there was some initiative that she wanted to include. That is so I think, awesome. I think the trans man said he didn't want to participate in the show, but I think she was encouraging it in some way. She spoke about this on my show. That's so cool. I'm going back and forth about her. So basically, she followed me. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to find this. She, she followed me. Yeah. And I was like freaking out. Yeah. And I went, oh my God, hi. So you messaged her first? Yeah. This is not the story you're presenting. <laughs> she didn't slide into your DMs. You messaged her. Can you wait one goddamn minute? <laughs> <laughs> She's getting angry. I am angry. I've never seen you this angry. I, I, this, I am the hero of this story. Okay, go, go, go. But this argument is very straight, by the way. <laughs> Just watching this looks very hetero. Okay, go, go. <laughs> we're, we're, we're two gal pals having a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Over the same woman. Over the same, yeah. I said, I'm the biggest gay Bachelor fan in America. And I fucking love you and always thought you were so funny. I love that you're, well, I'm going to keep that part out. And she goes, the fact that you're a Bachelor fan just made my fucking life. I'm obsessed with you on so many levels. Levels? Come on, Allie. Wow, okay. What yeah. do you think? Slide in? Yeah, I think, why would you say you're obsessed with someone on so many levels? Robin? How many Wait, levels is are that, there? Is that a, not fucking that, and fucking. I mean, Those are the levels. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I love that because I, I was like, oh my God, which levels? But you're absolutely right. What not fucking levels? and fucking are the only Those two, are the two levels. two levels. You're obsessed with both. It's a binary um, of levels. I, res I respect you as a person and as a comedian. And those are the two levels. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Professionally and that personally. Was it. You left out the second half of that uh, DM. No, I'm kidding. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get comments like that. I, I never know if someone's flirting with me. Oh, yeah. Ever. You're a useless lesbian. I'm very useless. Like, and I've heard, I've like, I'm obsessed with you on so many levels. I'm like, oh, my God, you like that many jokes of mine? That's how, <laughs> that's how I would read it. I never assume I have the anything. opposite issue. I'm like the CEO of flirting. Like, I, I think I, I everyone do, is yeah. trying to fuck me. I, I Agree. I'm like, okay, but Allie, like, they, they said hi. I think they are trying to fuck you. Yeah, Allie. so I that's why I keep get gaining evidence for my case. Like I'm just like I, I feel like I feel like like queer friendships, especially among women, is always a mix of of romantic and and platonic and so, you know what I mean? Like it's like I feel like uh like queer friendships in general are more like a dial knob and, mm. and like like straight yeah. friendships are like a an on and off switch. Mm. And so it's like between women? What I think, especially women with women. Well, yeah, I, I I think especially with women. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't talk to men, so I don't <laughs> <laughs> like. I don't even really have. I have like two. I have like two guy I've friends never... who were grandfathered in from pre-transition. <laughs> but other than that, I don't really talk to guys. I anymore. love the idea of being grandfathered, <laughs> grandfathered into a queer friend group. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I, I'm on an affirmative action program yeah, into yeah. this friend group, actually. Wait, yeah. wait, I'm a, I'm a legacy. I'm actually a legacy uh, in this friend group. Yeah, yeah. But basically, I was like... Yeah, keep going. I, I just was like very flirty. I felt that she was very flirty, and then she gave me her number, and she was like, let's meet up for coffee. And uh, we've kept in touch a little bit. Texts? Texts. And are you going to make that coffee... Well, I would have to text an her today. An espresso martini? I, I, I mean, I would watch Oh, her. is she in L.A.? She, so she's... She is outside of L.A., so it yes. would be a big trip for her to have to come up here. To have to, she would make that trip for the clam bake. <laughs> yes, she's gonna drive <laughs> up. She'll go long distance. Then you know she's fucking. She's driving she's up. She's driving up in a U-Haul, right? Yeah. That's her transportation. I I am now unsure what to do with. Are this you situation. open? Yes, open relationship. Uh huh. Um, Jen knows all about it. Yeah. Jen saw me run because I had a crush on this bachelorette. Yeah. Uh, Jen saw me when I got the message from her with the phone number. We were in a grocery store, and I did a full lap around the. Because when I get excited, I just sprint. Right. Do you, do you guys have this? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, I do yeah, the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I run around the grocery store. So I sprinted around the grocery store. So you have so to excited. text her. What are you doing? Well, the thing is, I think I get coffee if it doesn't turn into something else. Do you, you think coffee. that inviting her up to get coffee 
it's a long drive for Who her. Who gives a shit? Why well, she's not well, a she victim, offered, she'll right? choose. You're putting What if I don't like her? No, in the no, end? no, no, no. Please. Am I gonna like her? You've met her. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she's fun, fun. I because I loved fun her. And cute. I loved her on her season of The Bachelor. Yeah. But then when I started looking at her Instagram stories, I was like, I'm actually not sure whether or not we would get along. Just you can't hurt it can't hurt to try. Okay. What about you? You drive two hours but to you, get to LA. That's I, not your her that's her choice. Yes, that's true. It's her choice. I mean, I she's a, she's an adult. She can make her own decisions. Yeah. If she wants to come see you, that's her. You know, you can't take away that decision from her. Right. Why are you making her? Yeah, victim? you have to be pro-choice. I don't know because I board. have a bad relationship with my mother. Yes, let her. I feel guilty her. for everything all the time. I know. I feel guilty about that stuff too. But it's like that's what a therapist. A therapist told me that once. It's like you cannot take away someone's autonomy because you feel guilty. You have to like let people be adults who can make their own decisions. Seriously, I'm so over being like, oh, I don't want to make them. No one's. You're not making yeah. people. People choose for themselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to text her. Okay. I don't even know if I have time this week, but I'm going to... No, no. You make time to finger the bachelorette. <laughs> I'm sorry. You fucking... What is wrong with you? All right. Tell me if this is flirting. Oh, oh. Okay. Is Wait, this also you... her? No, this is someone else. This I'm going to... Allie, is she manipulating me for something? I mean, probably for like also career stuff. But I can't... There's nothing I can do. Exactly. So she's a bad manipulator. Career. Nothing. She's not going to get anything from you. Just a finger. Just a finger. Maybe she'll come on the podcast. Good for everyone. Yeah, great for everyone. What are you going to do? Nothing to do. No, there's nothing I can do. Everyone wants to fuck their way to the top. And she's I'm not the top. Her way I to am the middle. a top, <laughs> she's but I am not the top. And she's fucking her way straight to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> this, is like a, this is like Abbott and Costello who's on first I know, first we, really, we really have a great <laughs> dynamic, and I fucked everything up. You I didn't fuck. I fucked the whole thing up. Okay, I posted a picture of my fiancé and myself. Okay. So, and I've heard that this woman... I guess we're doing a... Is she flirting with me episode sure. of we're having gay well, sex? Well, it just reminded this. me of Are this. you in an open relationship? No. So no one's flirting with you, and if they are... No, they're this, I'm not fucking this person. I'm just curious. I I was just I was just inquiring. Okay, I just wanted to clarify. Well, I, well, I think she should go with her flirting story first, right? Yes, yes, yes. Let's go for it. Um, okay, so I posted a picture of Julian and I. Yep. And the person replies, I want... You're a fiancé. Yeah. The person replies, I want to hang out. Do you know... <laughs> To directly or in the comments? Directly. Like, why do you want to hang out? To wait, fuck? wait, 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 wait. How do you know this person? Do you know this person? Barely. At a party once. Okay, before you were and dating? And I know that she... You've been dating Julian is, a long time. Yeah, two, three years. Was it before or after? During. During. Was there flirty at the party? Yeah. So she sees a picture of you and your fiancé. Yeah, and replies, I want to hang out. And then, what a fucking psychopath! Right? <laughs> this that is deranged energy. Not even a single a, a photo of you single. I know, so strange. And then she said something. You know, I'm I'm going to this thing tonight. Um, and I said, oh, you know, I'm also doing that. It's separate though. And she goes, okay, great. I don't respond. I have nothing to say. And then she re sends me another text two hours later. We're always on the same page. Yeah, this person is drunk and trying to have sex with you. <laughs> you think? There's no way know. this person's I mean, in the right look, mind. Look, I think you're conflating a lot of things. This does sound, <laughs> this does sound like flirting. But I don't think flirting. What else could this be? No, that's what no, I'm saying. No, no, it's no, not no, no, flirting. No, she's is trying it to, all the levels? She's no, trying no, to. No, not no, a fucking no, no. fucking. No, is I it think, all the levels? I think that we all look at this differently because I, for me, flirting is just a form of communication. I don't think it's yes. necessarily oh, leads to sex. Because I think, I feel like online, I am kind of a flirt. Got but, it. But I don't yeah. like, to, I, I, you know, but in real life, I'm like, I'm sorry that I almost touched you by accident. You know, <laughs> so I'm very like, I'm like more bold the on the opposite internet. opposite of yeah. flirting. Right. That makes sense. But I, but I think sometimes it's just like, I don't know. I, I feel like this is something that I've noticed. And so when lockdown first started, right. Yeah. I, I was thinking, in my, I'm like, it's so weird that I, I thought people would be like hornier, you know, because I think everyone's locked. But then with now it's been three years. I have never seen this level of horniness, horniness on the internet before. Like, it's just people are just posting porn on Twitter, like, oh my of God, themselves and everything. And it's like, I just feel like now everyone just kind of flirts now. Yeah, people yeah. are, like, writing everyone... their show dates on their labia. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, 918, I'm at the Nashville's Funny Bone. I'm like, that's your clit. Yeah. <laughs> what are you and, doing? <laughs> yeah, and it's then I write, so it on my, I write it on true. my Funny Bone. No? All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's addictive. You know, I'm trying to avoid that so bad. 
I'm really trying to avoid the what? You're trying to avoid writing your show dates on your clit, Ashley. There are people. You're not doing that. You're nowhere close to doing that, Ashley. I know Ashley. that, but I don't want to. You posted ex- yourself in a Dickies once. You're not doing that. <laughs> but there are there are people who use their, their good looks yeah. to sell tickets. And you're worried you're exploiting your natural good no, looks for tickets? No, I'm just saying I want people to come because I'm funny. Not, not because, because of, of your, my cheekbones. Not because of your raw sex appeal. Yeah, my, <laughs> my raw. No, I I've never felt so unsexy ever <laughs> on any episode of this podcast. I, you're like, that girl's not, she's trying to use you for your career. She's not flirting with you. You wouldn't no. call me daddy. No. <laughs> I think Don't call her daddy. You, you, Don't you, call hey. her daddy. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Don't call That's so good. I think you should use whatever gets people in the door. Because like, if you yeah. are funny, that's true. Then Doesn't they'll, matter. you know, then they'll be like, "Oh, she's actually you no." Know, they'll take their hands off their dicks, and then they'll. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think she's trying to fuck you. I think so too. There's, but there's, you have to acknowledge that when someone wants to fuck you, it can be mixed in with other things. Like maybe it's a oh, cocktail of, of wanting to fuck you and also wanting to learn about your TikTok. That's fine. I don't care if she wants to learn about my TikTok. Yeah, that's a honestly, I'm a career slut. Yeah, like exactly. I, I'm happy to teach anyone. Any, I'm not withholding any information from anyone. I want to help everybody. And also, comedians like myself, at least, are blessed to have our career because it is the number one playing card I have to get fucked. <laughs> like I'm just like, if I wasn't a comedian, I don't even know how I would date. I would just be uh, a random. Tr- it is. It is. Yeah, this is actually a good industry to get fucked. Am I right, people? <laughs> Who's with me, guys? <laughs> I'm getting fucked all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Never have sex. I just get fucked a lot. Just get fucked. <laughs> Comedians who dry hump. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess that's my kind of my gay sex room this week. Robin, did you have gay sex this week? <laughs> that was a long-winded, weird. I feel like I love these episodes where it's look, just more meandering. Told and... you this is every episode I'm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like we have that effect. Uh, well, you have that effect on me. Yeah, this is the closest to gay sex I will have in year. This just this conversation, <laughs> hearing you two talk about. Isn't your partner a comedian as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started going on stage again pretty recently. Okay. I mean, they took a couple years off because uh, they work full time and everything, and um. <clears throat> Yeah, like they're on stage again, and it's like they're 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 having the best sets they've ever had. They've been doing That's comedy awesome. longer than I am. Yeah, um, but I I get very. It's funny because I I do your I do your show because I think it's like we have kind of a similar fan base and everything. Yeah, you know, and and people that like you tend to like me, but I find talking about sex itself, I get kind of bashful. Mm. Like I, I get very, yeah. uh, I have this like I'm a predator kind of, uh, and she's la- she's laughing because I have a bow on my head and, I'm, <laughs> and I basically get a, a kimono. I'm a predator. I, yeah, I like think I've, that I've, is. Like I've I've had like people send nudes, like women send nudes to me. Yeah, and I've been like, am I allowed to look at it? Yeah, like right. I, just like is that okay that I looked at the yeah. nudes you sent me? I think that's so, a very common feeling for women who are attracted to. Women. Women. Yeah. And yeah. like queer people. There, like, there's also this like, you know, the trans thing on top of it. Yeah. You know, of being like a trans woman who's predatory and everything. So yeah, I mean, I just think I'm always apologizing for existence. Mm. Even even when I get horny, I feel like a little guilty. Wow. Like it's like, oh, I, I shouldn't be getting horny. Are you talking about that in therapy? Yeah. Do you want to work through that? <laughs> oh, um, I guess I should, but no, I, I You stopped. deserve to feel yeah, horny. You don't have to feel shame. Oh, I that. do feel horny. I know, but the and shame then, part. And, then, and then I jack <laughs> off to how ashamed I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I get someone said I have, and then a, you have anxiety <laughs> about the jerking off yeah. to yeah. how ashamed you feel. To, I have been a it's, people have told me that they think I have a humiliation fetish. Mm. And I don't know if I you do. You should or come not. to one of my shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's I'll call you a piece of shit. Oh, don't do that here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um but uh yeah, because I post videos of me getting roasted by me, and I like I'm delighted when I get roasted. Who's roasting you? Well, you know, like when I used to do roast battle, and there's like oh, a montage yes, 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 of people. Yes, yes. Like, and also, I did the Whitney Cummings roast, which is coming out in May. I think. Wait, can I? Uh, and this is a little bit of a tangent. Yeah, but go can ahead. I ask you something about being a probably one of very few trans people in roast battle? Yeah. So, if you don't know anything about comedy, which you don't, you gay piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's looking at Allie. There's a. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, there's a a thing within the comedy community where there's sort of these 
lower level roast battles where up and coming comedians roast each other and no one really knows who these people are. So it's a very difficult roast battle because when you're roasting a celebrity, there's sort of a, conta- a context that you can tap into if you're yeah. roasting yeah. somebody. But so it's a way to climb the ladder. Like um, Maddie Smith has had a lot of success oh, yeah. through the roast. God, that hurt when she roasted me. Oh, she roasted you? Yeah, I'll never forget it. <laughs> it was brutal. Never She's fit. an excellent roast. I know. Comedian. And I roasted well. I roast well. Yeah. But it was tough. And it's she, on YouTube. She parlayed that. She basically, she told me when she auditioned for Wild and Out, and you should go check out Maddie Smith if you like comedy. Um, she was just like, I memorized all my roast jokes, and I went in prepared to do any one of them for whoever I was standing in front of at the Wild and Out. Everyone else was trying to improvise, and she like came in with all of her roast jokes in like a Rolodex oh, in her brain. So smart. Mm-hmm. But I never wanted to do roasts because I'm gay. Yeah. And I was like, why on earth would I walk into one of the most scumbaggy parts of the <laughs> yeah. comedy community? Right, right, right. Coming in as a gay woman, yeah. yeah. Automatically we are at a disadvantage. There is just so eh. much Yeah, there's Don't- something, but there everyone has something. Everybody I, 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 has something, I, yeah. but did it feel weird as a trans woman? I cannot you are just absolutely bottom of the totem pole in well, a roast room. I'm glad you asked me that. So like um so I've always loved roasting. I've like that's like kind of like the way I, the the reason I wanted to be a stand-up comedian is that I wanted to roast. Like I actually wanted to be a roaster before a comedian even. I think my dad used to roast people like on the Vietnamese radio stations and everything. I kind of talk about it on the Letterman episode, but I um I sorry, I wanted to promote <laughs> something. But um but so promote like yourself, Robin, yeah, your but Instagram so, and so what happened was like people kept telling me about this roast battle show. And so like, you know, they someone took me there one night. And it was like the most up. It was like this, the craziest environment I'd ever seen. It was yeah, twenty fifteen. Like Fight Club. So I wanted to do this because I just wanted to. I just wanted to do it once in my life. I just wanted to roast somebody. But before I went, I had a lot of the same thoughts that you had. I'm like, am I like, am I like destroying myself? And am I like throwing my own community under the bus? Or am I like because like there's never been a roast trans roast battler there's never been a trans anything in that roast battle there's one going on in new york right now a queer roast specifically oh wow that's 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 yeah i gotta get the names of those but but so i i so then you know someone actually gave me some good advice and he was like but forget your community and forget everyone else yeah clara olshanks (laughs) is that the name of the or is that like that's a the new roast. vaccine? <laughs> <laughs> that's a new vaccine. You need two shots of Clairol Shanksy in order to protect against. <laughs> but keep going. No, but she. Um, he asked me like, so it's like, what do you want to do? Forget your community. Forget everything else. Like, because you're putting so much on yourself right now. You're putting the whole community on your back, and it, and all I could think of was like, I just want to do this once in my fucking life. I want to do something for me. Fuck everybody. Right. Yeah. Right. And it was like. But I was. I should text that. I was. I was so. Te- yeah. Go. Yeah. I was terrified. It was the most scared I'd ever been before I went on stage because I didn't know how I was going to take the jokes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how the room was going to take it. I didn't know how I'd feel about the room taking yeah, it. Yeah, the room yeah. also knowing fully that this so, is. But I also, I also felt like because nothing. I want to be clear to the people listening. Nothing is off the nothing table. Is off it is the ultimate. Like you roast whatever the fuck yeah. about this person. Yeah. So. So. I was nervous, but there was a part of me that was like, God, I I want trans people to be made fun of in a joking way. I don't like that no either no one's making fun of us at all or people are just saying horrible right, hateful bigoted things. Or you're the victim things. of a joke. Yeah, that you're not so, a part so, so, of. so in I, a way if we can get to that point as a society. So, so here's what happens, right? Uh Brian Moses, he's the host and he's mm-hmm. he's introducing me. He's giving me this big intro. He's like our next roaster, she's our first transgender roast battler. The crowd starts kind of clapping and cheering, and she's great. She's this and that. And then the house hater on the side just goes, "All right, bring this dude out. I want to see him." And then like <laughs> the, I, I laughed so hard because it was like this, the room erupts, and it was like this tension that I, I feel like this tension that people had had for like a year. Yeah, was and the the love that they showed me. Even though the jokes were so mean, yeah. it was like nothing I'd ever felt before. And like they gave me flowers at the end of it. And it was like, oh, okay. So like this is more of my tribe because at the same time during the day, I was writing feminist blogs for everyday feminism. So mm-hmm. I was having this double life, you know, like code switching. And I, I, you know, when you first come out, you don't know how to be trans really. So I wanted to be one of those like, I'll write feminist blogs and change the world with my blogs and everything. But then when I did Roast Battle, I was like, okay, I think this is more of my tribe. And that's how I kind of how I got into it. 
And like my first joke I did was the biggest laugh I'd ever gotten in comedy up what to that point. What was the joke? It was um, like it was like Tim's an alcoholic. Twelve steps is a program he'll never join in a distance he'll never run. And then <laughs> okay. just, the crowd just goes. Who were you roasting, Tim Dillon? Uh, yeah, just name. I wish. Well, that, <laughs> the joke still the joke works. still works for Tim Dillon, but uh, yeah. And then it was just like, oh, I I this is so fun. I can't. Wait, to, it was like I got addicted to the pop, right? Of, yeah, of the yeah, yeah. And it's a, it's the unexpected, the, unex- the pop, yeah. The and word also, economy is what, incredible. What you just said that like you felt the, the love, right? Yeah. Like when I was when I first moved to New York, I was interning at the Friars Club in New York, which is a place that really popularized like a lot of the roast format in New York mm-hmm. City, yeah. like the '30s, the oh, '40s. Yeah, I remember when I started, I really wanted to like get into that and just I kind of forgot about it oh it's like kind of got shut down for like embezzling money but um (laughs) but they say at the Friars and they organized all of these roasts you know Don Rickles 80th birthday and whatever these people over the last you know several decades you we only roast you only roast the people you love yeah and it's true because if you don't love the person without the element of love, you're just talking shit. Right. And it's not fun. Right. It's kind of when I roast the audience and I tell them that I, you know, fucking hate them. There I is don't a mean seed all. of yeah. we're all here for this fun thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can feel that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a there's a mutual consent. And you yes, know, I feel yeah, like right. this is like I, I'm sure they'll hate that I'm describing it this way, it's like a safe space for dark humor. It's like this, like no, uh, I don't think that, that you know, there's and, anything and, wrong with that. And I and I do think that that's kind of like the context is missing a lot of from other people. Like, they're like how could you do this? How could you? It's like, well, I wouldn't like it if I wasn't there and I didn't sign off on this shit. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just think it's like it's the consent. And I also want to like just like. It's almost like I'm drawing a line in the sand, just letting people know that I don't give a fuck what jokes you tell. It, they just have to be jokes. Yeah. There's a very, like, because uh, anyone who. to be funny. Anyone who, you know, because I, I feel like this is like when strangers on the internet get mad at me, they're like, oh, people should make jokes. I'm like, well, I am making jokes and you're just mad. So who's fucking the person that. And it's it's interesting to think about that when you go to think about someone like Chappelle and to yes. take his jokes, which are outside of the context of a roast battle. Yeah. And lack that, like, lack that fundamental bird's eye view of the self like when you're in a roast battle and you're saying mean things to someone there's like a little bit of a you're looking at yourself being like i know the thing i'm saying is the most horrible thing yes yes the context is that it's horrible yes so here i've thought about this a lot too i think it's okay to say a horrible thing as long as we all acknowledge that this is funny because it's horrible because it's horrible but i think the second what a lot of the conservatives and the right-wingers do is that they try to defend the horrible it's like well now you're not the thought it's 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 like like, well it's only funny if we agree this is bad (laughs) you know like dead baby you're only okay we agree that it's It's, messed up to say this stuff you know not Right, you know, right, right. Um, but the thing about Chappelle, for instance, right? So it's like people go like, "Oh, his jokes are offensive." I'm like, "Well, I mean, most of his jokes aren't jokes at all." I mean, the one time I think he told a joke, uh, and this is kind of where I differentiate with a lot of people is, you know, he told this joke about being in a car with the LGBT, right? Yeah, right, that right, right. that that didn't offend me, even if I didn't think it was great. It was like at least that was a joke with yes. some structure and everything. Everything else is like, "Yeah, trans people are weird," and people yeah. are like, "Woo!" Yeah. It's like. Well, now, like, uh, everyone can get on board with that, that, who love him, and the people who hate it are like, I didn't like that joke. I'm like, why did you give him the credit for saying it's a joke? Yeah. We need to start differentiating what a joke yes, is. Yes, That's yes. all. Yeah. yeah. Listener, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to come see me live, okay? It, it's a really great way to just support the whole team and everything that we do here. So get on my text list or my email list. It's international, both of them. AshleyGavin.com. Go sign up, and I'll literally text you when I'm in your area. So you don't have to hear all these plugs. You can skip right by them. Don't even worry about your city. Just get on one of those two things, and I will let you know, okay? Because there's a lot of cities coming, and I just remaking this announcement over and over again. We all think it's annoying. You do. I do. Get on the text list, you piece of shit. This is not gay sex at all. No, I'm no, sorry. no. But I, I, I think it's really important because I think the queer community. It's gay love. It is gay, gay love. love. Thank you for saving It's gay me. romance. I feel it's, like I'm, I feel like I'm doing too much. on gay sex. I feel like I'm doing too much interviewee stuff. No, I'm no, so, no. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the, no, fr- no, the no. reason this podcast is fun is because every episode is a little different. And also, I just think it's really important because queer people have really rejected comedy. Yes, I just feel this way. Yeah. yeah. And, and to be here saying like, no, this is like an art form where we're like, 
trying to express like a darkness in society and like you know well, well, relieve some pain from I think, that. I think I know where they're coming from because I went through that phase. It was like maybe comedy shouldn't be. You know, like, because, like, if, if you look at the world all messed up and everything, you're like, am I contributing to this thing by telling dark jokes? And then, you know, now that I'm kind of out of that cult, I've been in a lot of cults, and I'm kind of out of all the cults. It's like, well, if the world's messed up, I don't know why, why the solution is, guys, we should laugh less. Like, yeah. Let's, like, yeah, let's, like, have totally. even yeah. worse. More. I think morale is such an important thing, and then people forget, like, having shitty morale is bad. Despair is bad. Yes. Apathy. And, 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 you know, but it's like, if you are mad about something, that's fine. Just don't despair. Don't mm-hmm. don't like uh, cut yourself off from joy. You know the thing that pisses off transphobes the most is that I am just a big fruity gay like fucking bow on my head. Like I'm just having a great time. So they'll call me a mm. whatever slur they want, and I'm just like, oh look how mad you are. They don't know how to deal with it when you're laughing at them, or you know what I mean. Like they want you to get mad. So don't take the bait. You know, yeah. it's like I heard someone say because once because if you're mad, then what? What? Meaning they want you to get mad. Yeah. Because the, if you're mad, then the, what? They're protecting themselves? Well, if you're mad, then they win. Right. It's, it's, a, it's like this thing but about- But the, like, the anger is the defense, right? What? It, the, the idea that if I'm mad, I get to be right about something, or if I'm mad, I, think, I get to- what, Like, I'm just trying to understand emotionally what the end game is. Well, I think if you get- I think it's just a reaction. I don't think there is an end game. I think it's more like you think you're standing up for yourself, but all you're really doing is you're giving your energy to somebody. Yes. One of my favorite quotes that somebody said was like, don't let people treat you like they have a remote control on you. Mm. Like, if they know that this word will offend you and they click on it and you get mad, ooh, they'd have a... You you want to be the one holding the remote control yourself on other people. I think, yeah, and I think it kind of goes into sort of, like, the trigger kind of stuff. Like, we all have the ability, to some extent, to respond rather than react. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, this is, like, I don't even understand the idea of saying someone's, like, that trigger, you know, you're triggering me. It's, like, no, you're triggered in my space. You're, you're triggered something I'm doing like you get triggered around me I am not triggering you I'm not making you feel shit like you know what I mean like I can control I can control my own emotional responses yeah I can regulate I can self-soothe I can regulate my nervous system like yeah that's you an are, important can- skill to learn and not to say like if you bring up something really graphic that yeah. you shouldn't warn warn people that it's coming there are cases like that but yeah. I think generally around like queer people and reacting to comedy. Yes, right. That that's what I'm just to set the stage here yeah. like you have the right to get up and walk away as does any yeah. crazy right-wing right lunatic. You right. have the so, ability to get up and walk away. Yeah, well the thing about the the trigger thing, right? So I once posted a a clip of me talking about how how I overcame suicidal ideations and somebody DM me they're like, can you put a content warning on your video about suicide? And I was about to write a whole paragraph in response because I was so annoyed. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post even more offensive jokes till this person <laughs> unfollows me. I don't even give them the time of day anymore. Well, I just, I constantly, I am punching down on purpose sometimes just to get those people off my well, page. Well, because what you're trying to do is bring light to something that might help other people. Yes. And just because it has the word suicidal yeah. ideation but it, i but i also want people to recognize this too about fiction okay and i i've thought of this, this analogy a lot i didn't mean to cut you off no but it's like uh you know there's a difference between a slasher horror film and a snuff film right so when people like horror films and like slasher films i think it's too violent but i would not judge other people for yes. liking it, right? Right. Or like right, right, really, right. this is like, exactly what I was like. Say. Like just like a lot of raunchy comedy. I feel like TV is too fucking gratuitous. Like it's too violent. It's too sexual. I don't need to see someone eat, someone eating ass on HBO. But I don't. You're I not don't, tweeting but, at the actor. <laughs> but in I'm the, not. But I'm in not. The program. But I just kind of go. I'll look away. I'll do whatever. I'll leave the room. I'm not gonna make them change what they do just because I don't like it. I don't think that dark comedy gets that same kind of. We don't leeway. Mm. And you're as subscribed lo- to my feed. Yeah, Unsubscribe. But as as long as it's a joke and it's fiction, right? Now, if you're actually not telling a joke, then that's kind of like a snuff film. Like, it's like, okay, now you're just doing hate speech. And that I think the distinction of, of mm. the, a joke and not a joke is a very small distinction for a lot of people. But for me, that that is the entire yeah. distinction that I think everyone's kind of ignoring. Because a joke has a structure. It's like a magic trick. You hide the trick, but you're, con- you're conceiving of this trick, right? Yeah. And if you don't have any tricks in there... 
then you're not telling a joke. And I can always detect what a joke is. And even the worst joke, most offensive joke in the world that I might be offended by is still better than just a straight yeah. up horrible comment. But isn't the whole thing with jokes, though, that there's a bit of truth? I think maybe, but I think overall it's kind of a lie. But it, it, you know, it's like well, it's like an there's exaggerated truth. truth. It, there's an angle on the truth. Like you're either satirizing something, or you're relieving pain, or you're from ex- that you're truth. exaggerating a moment. It's like you're, you're it's an emphasis on an exaggeration, right? Right. So it's like right, right, right. every every. I mean, I'm gonna just tell like when I tell a joke and I'm trying to get a, a point across and I don't know how to do it, I just pretend a person is saying something to me. Yes, yes, And then yes, they said yes, this, yes. and I said this, and I was like, well, that yeah, didn't really Sam happen. Yeah, Sam Morell, king of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sam Morell. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> Sam Morell here doing a gay sex podcast. Should we, Ali, do you have any gay sex stories that you want to share to round, round out the pod? I or? keep trying to think of one. Well, thank you. That was, like, insightful. Yeah. 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 Was it? I mean, this is like this is the. That's least. one of the most thoughtful conversations I've ever. <laughs> this is the had le- this about. is the least funny. I, I was so excited to talk. I was like, oh, I'm gonna be so goofy and silly. And then we get into the studio, and there's micro. There's like a it's podcast the Letterman studio. thing. We need to do a second one, and you're gonna be like, so weird. <laughs> yeah, we need a second one because what right, I we I had, can't use any of that. I had all. These, I asked all the comedy questions. I steered the ship here. No, the thing when I when I got here, I want what I wanted to say, and I didn't get a chance to say this to you is I'm so fucking proud of you because we when oh, we were, when we you. were doing our our oh, Kaya. I wanted to say. I before I, you know, I wanted to say like, uh, when we first did ah. our, when we first did a, the podcast, <laughs> it was at the beginning of the pandemic, and I feel like we were like the only two people having fun on the internet. <laughs> and I remember just thinking like, like it was we're just talking. And I remember that's so true. I was so surprised. We were how, really some of the only people doing it. We I were, have a, yeah, yeah. That's, go ahead. I, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to cut. No, no, off. no, no. Go ahead. I just remembered a sex question I have. My, I only had a question. It, it, my question was, do you suck on girls' boobs and call them mommy? Okay. I just want people to be honest. I have had a sex story that I've told on the fucking podcast, Allie. Yeah. About a MILF. Yeah. That I hooked up with. Yeah. And I asked her if I could call her mommy. And? And. You did it. I did not call her. That was as close as I could get because of my own shame. Yeah. But I would absolutely do it. Do you think men do that to women a lot? Like suck on their tits and call them mommy? I would guess yes. I would also guess yes. Not yeah. the super alpha toxic guys. I would say especially any, them. Yeah, I would say you think especially s- them. Yes. yes. Do you think Absolutely. they let themselves get weird? Yes. Yes. I think they get they let themselves get so horny in the moment, and then afterwards, that's why they get mad that they yeah. after they come, they're like, "Oh fuck, this bitch, I just I, my I, I just I just heard you fucking call her mommy, and I gotta call her. Are you bitch calling now. people mommy? No, it's just been cro- it's just been coming up in my mind. Oh, you're just asking for a friend, right? Yeah, asking for a, a friend of mine. I've never done that, and I uh, have no plans to. Don't call her mommy. But a friend of mine was curious <laughs> if that's normal. Yeah. Just don't call him mom. Um, no, I <laughs> no, that's really different. I'm mom, that mom is really weird. Yeah, mom is. Mom's really weird. Don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> As if that changes anything. All right. Well, this was a really fun episode. I hope so. Yeah. Do you do do you feel unsatisfied? No, I feel like I'm usually a lot sillier and funnier, and I got into interview mode. It's like a it's like a self conscious thing of mine. Like before, I did an ABC News interview. I saw that. Yeah. I, I was gonna great. like I got a phone call from the producer, and it was like. Oh, by the way, you remember to bring the funny. And I'm like, oh, fuck, thanks for reminding me. Because I think when oh. like when there's an interview thing, you get into interview mode and you're like, I'm a comedian with all these things. And I be, kind of became this. I think I said fucking brilliant things, by the way. But I feel like I, be, <laughs> I feel like I just kind of like broke my own role a little no, bit where I just like to be a clown and stuff. It's like, like the I, story I, at the start was really the foreshadowing of this episode of like I did it once on Letterman and it was serious and it was perfect. Yeah. I did it a second time. I let myself loose and it was unusable. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Thank you for. Oh my God, you are thematically you brought I it know, all. I know Allie is a, a, a very gifted be- podcast. Brilliant. I'm a storyteller. I'm a storyteller. I'm actually going through Elf. that kind of. I'm editing my special right now, and I, I'm super in my head about the through line and whether or not it's too messy. But if you clean it up too much, it starts to feel yes, right, 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 and sterile. Yeah, I'm kind of like freaking out about it. If I'm going to be oh, totally you're going to be totally fine. Like people are just going to love you. Use your instincts. If it feels right musically to you, right? Don't think about it too hard. Just yeah. like look at it and and if it, you know, you, cause you I'm do, so obsessed with people watching the first few minutes and being like, "Where are the jokes?" Because in case I'm too silly. No, no, no. So like, you're really good at TikTok, right? Because yeah. you know when to edit when you get bored, right? Because the algorithm, you're always looking at like this video is going to show up on an algorithm, and the second you get bored, you you edit that out, right? Right. 
and just do that with your special. You know how to do this. Just you have to believe in yourself. Right. And you have to you have to you have to like be- no, I'm being a fucking serious here. You have to believe in yourself and you have to have faith in your own sense of humor. Because I think I over edited. I was just about to say you I do think I thing- was too too much cutting some of the silly. But you'll you'll obsess. You'll watch it again and again and again. I can see. It. Yeah, I and think go, I and overwatched go, I'm sure, it. I'm sure. No, you have to trust yourself the first, second time, and then move on because you lose sensibility when you kind of. I'm, play it's it already. Death. I would say because I've been doing comedy nine years, I couldn't even tell you how funny the special actually even yeah, was. Yeah, totally. Because I it's totally just get that. so dead. Like it's those jokes are so. They're. Like that's a that's a huge I, I totally get that. You ever have to you have to do like CPR on a joke where you're like the audience knows this is funny, but I have to kind of revive this inside for of me. me. I know, me. I know. You know, I yeah. watch my own special over a hundred times and I laugh every time. <laughs> 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 I'm my, my story is about how I can't relate to this at all. You you can't tell mm-hmm. if your jokes are funny. Is that true? You laugh every time? Yeah, I think that I might Where's favorite. your special out? Uh, it's on YouTube now, but it was like a special that it didn't, never really took off, and it was on Hulu for a while. But I don't want to promote that because I'm a different comedian now. But uh, yeah, I like I am a huge fan of my own standup. I don't know if I'm the best comedian, but I am my favorite. And I'm basically I'm just doing standup that I would want to see. When I was telling you about you have a, you have to trust your sense of humor because before you became a comedian, you had a sense of humor, right? And sense of humor and being funny are different. But sense of humor is like knowing what's funny, right? So when I'm performing comedy, I am performing for me as a fan who has a good sense of humor. I think I'm essentially performing for myself every yeah. time. Yeah, but the the issue, this is what I come up against with that, is that my taste is up here my, and yes. my talent level is closing with my taste every year, right? Yeah. I'm getting closer and closer yes. to my taste. That's the whole thing. That's Ira Glass, the gap. Yeah. That I your, love your that. skill is here, but your taste is here. If and that is what's excruciating. But, but I, all of that is and this is going to sound like it, all of that for me is a state of mind, right? So when I took a lot of time, when I take time off, all I do is figure out ways to remind myself that I'm funny, right? And what, the second that you know that you're funny, nothing can stop you. Even if even, even, I, even if even if you're not funny tonight or even if you're not funny for a month, you're still funny. And and that and once that happens, everything starts clicking together. I think for me it's like this fear of random internet users as opposed to my fans like what they're going to think of me in those first few minutes but also like I know how funny I am in the room I, I, not to toot my own horn but I think any room I know how to grab by Absolutely. the throat yes, yes, shake yes. and make them the best crowd they've ever been Yeah, that doesn't always translate to screen at home and that's well, yeah. Stand up was never meant for that. Yeah, <laughs> to be, to be uh, it's meant to be. So live, now it's like low ceilings, dark in the moment. The community in the room. Not so now I'm like, and well, and we'll wrap up and... because we're way over. But like now I'm looking at my own special, being like, how much of the room do well, I want to bring into this? This is a whole different episode. Yeah, I know. I don't know what. I don't know the answer. Real quick, I know we're over, but. In case you were wondering why is there not enough gay sex, they've been having gay sex the entire time we've been talking. That makes Both me want to vomit. These two. actually been having... It also repulses me. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm you're sorry. great. That, I, if you felt there was not enough gay sex on this episode, um, Allie and I may or may not have been fingering each other under the table. I'm so sorry. That I'm is feeling... so weird to me, right? It's yeah, so no, no, I don't want to. We would I, never. No. If, if that was uncomfortable, you can I actually feel like I'm suddenly like... Suddenly we're like straight crack guys, like football players. I would never fucking fuck another dude. No, forget it. What the fuck? I would never fucking touch his junk. We're boys. Like I can feel myself becoming like toxically homophobic. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get homophobic. Ooh, what the fuck? I get so homophobic when anyone implies that I would ever have sex with another boy lesbian. I know. I'm like, what? I'm I'm really sorry for that joke. You can cut it out. No, no. no. We have to (laughs) leave it. Leave it. I feel predatory. It's important for the community. Thank you so much. Well, what do you want to plug, Robin? Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, you know, that's my time with David Letterman, mostly. Okay. I'm I'm watching that tonight. RobinTrans04 on Instagram and Twitter. I'm very active on social media, and you can find all my stuff on that. Yeah, and you're huge on TikTok as well. Robin Trend Comedian on TikTok. It's kind of died down on TikTok, but yeah, Instagram and Twitter is more... Robin Trend 04. Uh, and do you have a YouTube? Yeah, I think it's Robin Trend 04 on YouTube. Just also. go follow Robin's social media so that you can see her when she goes on tour. Okay, you piece of shit. And same goes <laughs> for me. Get on my text alert. My special's coming out soon. Allie, what do you want to plug? Allie Colbert on everything, the Allie Colbert Show podcast. And and I'm doing it tomorrow. Tomorrow. So there'll be another 
Another Ashley Gavin episode. And you should come on as well. Oh, sure. I mean, I don't know. Like, whatever. Well, we'll text about it. Okay. Thank you for listening. Patreon.com slash WHGS to make this pod possible. Yes. Little Borat for you. Um, okay, and my gay thought. What is my gay thought? Let me go to the Discord. Let's go to the Discord for this gay thought. I'm gonna. We have a Discord where there's probably like 7,000 people in here now at this point. Oh, this is a very nice gay thought here. As much as... As being trans is scary and difficult, I wouldn't trade it to the world. This is actually, okay, this is actually a great, com- this is from our moderator on the Discord, um, Abby, who does an incredible job. Would you trade it? It's a hard question because we don't know the other out, my cat. <laughs> we don't know the other outcome. We can never know what it would have been like to have a life without trauma. We only know ourselves as these full actualized people and the more actualized we become, God, this is gay. The The harder it is to imagine letting go of it because we've taken the hard things and we've made them really beautiful things, you know? And the sex is better. Categorically, scientifically better. So I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because for so many people, it is so tough. For so many people we know and love, they don't survive it, you know? So it's hard to say. But I know, God, I, I wouldn't trade it, especially now that I've made investment if I get <laughs> the investment in the wardrobe I'd have to return a lot of clothes yeah buddy you're losing it you're losing it I was on tour so Fulton is always very excited and loving when I'm back okay guys have a great week 